everyone. Welcome back to the Type 1 Tribe podcast. This is your host, Samantha Hildebrandt. Do you follow Type 1 Tribe on Instagram? If not, go over and do that now. Hit the pause on this podcast episode and go follow Type 1 Tribe on Instagram. The handle is type1, the number one, dot tribe. Once again, it's type one dot tribe on Instagram. I say this because I recently took a poll of my followers and I asked them what they wanted to hear more from me. Obviously, if I'm running an Instagram account, I want to make sure everything I'm giving you is beneficial and you're getting value out of my Instagram account. So I took the poll and the top two responses from my followers were one, more blood sugar friendly recipes, and two, more blood sugar friendly snacks. I love that you want to learn more about food, healthy recipes, blood sugar friendly recipes, really just controlling our diabetes and controlling the management around diabetes because I absolutely love food. My passion is in food. My passion is in snacks. And of course, now that I live with type 1 diabetes, I'm even more passionate about food and snacks and learning about what's healthy and what I can still eat and try to eat that will not spike my blood sugars. So if you are looking for a blood sugar-friendly snack, go to type1tribe.com and click Shop Snacks up in the top menu bar. You'll find a bunch of blood sugar-friendly snacks, packaged snacks that you can purchase from our website. I have tried and I have tested them. I'm not gonna promise that it won't spike your blood sugar, but these snacks will definitely be more friendly on your blood sugars than some other snacks out there. So go to type1tribe.com, just go browse the snacks on there. And if any of them interest you, I would recommend making a purchase because trying new snacks and finding an ideal snack that you can eat that you know will not spike your blood sugar is so important and so crucial. And then it doesn't give you stress later on. You know you can always go back to that snack and you can always have that snack in your house. So go over to Type 1 Tribe and look at the snacks on the website. But... Today, I actually want to talk more about meals and blood sugar-friendly recipes. I want to walk through one of my go-to dinner meals that has never, ever spiked my blood sugar. Never. Sure, my blood sugar goes up a little bit, but it never spikes. It always goes back down into a normal range. So if you want to watch the video of me making this recipe that I'm about to go over, go to my YouTube channel, which you can type YouTube at Sam Bam Farley. So you can do that. I can also include it section below of the description. So you can just click right into the YouTube channel if you would like to watch me actually making the recipe. But I'm actually going to walk through it now via verbal <laughs> to let you know what I make I make this recipe all the time and it's super delicious and blood sugar friendly. So the recipe that we're going to talk about today is our protein bowl. It's very similar to a chipotle bowl or a kidoba bowl. We make these all the time because one, they're super, super easy to make. Two, you can kind of make it how you want to by including different items each time. 
but three, it's blood sugar friendly. And I, of course, absolutely really want foods that are blood sugar friendly, but so does my husband. He does not have type one diabetes, but he is an athlete. He works out all the time. And while he absolutely needs carbs in his diet, he still doesn't want to be spiking his blood sugar, you know, up and down like crazy, because that's going to hurt his athletic performance. So he also loves to have blood sugar friendly meals. So you don't have to be a diabetic to eat this meal. It is beneficial for every single person to be eating a meal like this. And so really, it's just a quick meal. It takes about 15 minutes to cook. So it is a very easy, quick meal. So if you have children or if you're extremely busy with work or whatever, it's a great thing to have in your pantry, in your fridge all the time, because it's just good to go ahead and make those and know it's not going to take you hours and hours to make. So I know a lot of you might be in the car listening to this because that's where I listen to my podcast mostly or on a walk or somewhere where you can't necessarily take notes. So I'm going to walk through the ingredient list quickly. I know you probably won't be able to write this down right now. Maybe you will. Who knows? But I'm going to run through it just so you have it and you can always come back to this recipe. It will also be included below in the description section. So if you want to get the recipe there, you can do that. So for our protein bowls, the first ingredient you need is one pound of meat. Now, this is a recipe that will serve two people. So obviously you can still make one pound of meat if it's just one of you and save the leftovers. I am really big in meal prep and I love having leftovers. My husband hates leftovers, so we're totally two opposite people. I love that he hates leftovers though, because that means I get the leftovers. <laughs> and so I tend to make a little bit more than I usually need so I can have meals for the next few days. So this recipe is a serving for two. Take that into account while I am reading through the ingredient list. So one pound of meat, lean beef or chicken is what I personally recommend. However, once again, it's your bowl. Having protein, meat protein is very, very important. And also having lean meat and lean protein is important. By no means do you have to have lean protein. You do not. You can absolutely have protein that includes fat because I know that it gets more expensive the leaner you get with meat. So don't worry about that too much, but it is better off and you are better off the leaner meat that you get. So lean beef or chicken, one pound. You're going to need one cup of spinach, one half cup of black beans, one fourth cup of an onion, one half bell pepper of any color, five to seven mini tomatoes, one fourth cup cheddar cheese, and one scoop of garlic hummus. So that is all you need for this bowl. So as you can see, it's very similar to like a chipotle bowl. And that is really what we're making, just a healthier version that we know exactly what is going into the bowl. We know the ingredients because we are making it from scratch. So the steps that go into this bowl. First, you're gonna wanna put the meat in a pan and cook on medium heat. Obviously, depending on which meat you choose, it may take longer than the other. Beef, you don't have to cook fully through, so it doesn't have to take as long. However, chicken, obviously, pork, you know, you have to cook those fully through. So it's about 15 minutes to cook either one of them. So just 
take that into account that it's gonna be about 15 minutes to cook the meat. While the meat is cooking, we're gonna to go to step two. You're gonna chop your veggies, the onion, the pepper, and the tomatoes. You don't have to chop the tomatoes. I just like having little pieces of tomato. I don't like the big juiciness of tomatoes. <laughs> so I like to chop them. But while the meat is cooking, move over to the other side of the counter and start chopping your veggies. Step three, you wanna put the spinach in the bowl. Now, you don't have to add spinach. My husband does not like anything green. <laughs> he doesn't like spinach, he doesn't like lettuce. He always avoids putting that in his bowl, which I think he still should, but he doesn't. So he will put more rice or he will put something else in the bowl to get that carb count. And you can absolutely put rice in the bowl as well. I usually do put rice in the bowl, but I put like, oh, I don't even know, like one fourth cup. It's very, very small amount of rice because I know that rice will spike at my blood sugars later on in the night. And I don't want to have to deal with that at night. So number four, you're going to top with black beans, top with the chopped onions, the bell pepper and the tomatoes. Number five, Add one half pound of the cooked meat to the bowl. Step number six, sprinkle on the cheddar cheese. Once again, you don't have to have cheese. So if you are dairy resistant, you have restrictions around that, you don't have to add the cheese. Number seven, top with one scoop of hummus. I absolutely love hummus as a dressing. So I put it on a lot of things that I eat as a dressing and it's so good. It just makes everything so creamy and delicious. I love garlic hummus, it's my favorite. But once again, you can use any type of hummus. And that is it y'all, that is it. Your bowl is ready to be eaten. I love this bowl so much because it's blood sugar friendly you can change it up, right? Like you can add different veggies each day into this bowl to make it a different taste. You can add different types of garlic. You can add different types of cheese. That's why these bowls are so amazing. We make it literally two times a week and it's different every time because we decide to, hey, let's put in broccoli this time or you know, let's put in quinoa this time instead of rice or whatever the case may be. You just want to make sure that your bowl has protein, fiber, fat, and carbs. I always say carbs because you need carbs to function, everybody, you need carbs. I'm not saying you have to eat 100 grams of carbs, but you need a little bit of carbs to function, to give you energy. So you still want carbs in your meal, but you don't need to have a ton of carbs, which is why, like I mentioned, you want one fourth cup of rice or even something a little bit less than that to help manage your blood sugars. So the total time that this should take you is about 15 minutes, maybe 20 if the meat's taken a little bit longer, but a total of 15 to 20 minutes and you are ready to eat. I hope that you like this meal. I hope that you try out this meal. And if you try it out, let me know how it goes and let me know what wonderful creation you came up with, you know, which, whichever veggies you chose and whichever sauce you chose and if you decided to use rice or not. And let me know how it goes. And I hope that you like this first recipe. There will be more to come. I wanted to start with an easy one that tastes delicious and easy to make because I know recipes can get overwhelming and sometimes ingredients are so complicated. And yeah, I wanted to just start with an easy one for you. But like I mentioned, I know it's hard to listen to because I'm just rattling off 
things right now. So go to the YouTube channel, watch me actually making this and see exactly what I do to make this protein full. If you have questions, message me on my Instagram, go to the type one tribe Instagram, message me there. Let me know how these diabetic dinner recipe worked out for you. And I can't wait to hear all about it. Okay, guys, I will see you guys in the next podcast next week. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Bye. I have a new free giveaway for you. I am giving away a free diabetes mindset workbook. If you head over to type1tribe.com and you go to the top menu bar, you will see something that says access the free diabetes mindset workbook. You're going to want to click on that link and it will take you to a page where you can access the printable diabetes mindset workbook. It's a workbook that you can do every single morning to help get your mind in the right place about diabetes, about managing your diabetes. And the best part is it will take you maybe five minutes. So it's quick. It's easy. It's really just something to follow and stick to every single morning to get your mind in the right place about your diabetes management. So go over to type1tribe.com to the Diabetes Mindset Journal workbook and grab the workbook. You're going to have to put in your email address and it will be sent to your email a couple minutes later. So make sure to go do that now. You're not going to want to miss this. It's a wonderful workbook. I use it every single morning to help manage my thoughts for the day around diabetes. Enjoy. Enjoy.